Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We wake up every day saying, how can we make this show better than the day before? Because we're lead pipe wielding professionals. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. The third interim head coach that David Tepper will be employing in his tenure as owner of the Panthers that began in 2018. I take full responsibility for everything. Today's guests, co-creator and writer of Max's Bookie, Nick Bakai. Emmy Award-winning actor Eric Stone Street, plus your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, indeed. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. We are live on the Roku channel. We are live on this Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate, smart enough to have a Sirius XM Odyssey and more. We say hello to those not listening to us live on our podcast listenership through the Cumulus Podcast Network. All three hours of this show available for you to listen to whenever you darn well please because it's your God-given, right? Uh, Also, our podcast, Overreaction Monday and What the Football with Susie Schuster and Amy Trask. Peter King was their guest this week. You should check out that pod as well. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial uh, here on this program. Good to see you over there, Christopher Brockman. How are you, sir? Uh-oh. 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 Let's hear him get you Uh-oh. Mike Del Tufo stuck in baby fox or whatever he was doing last night. We good? We good? Is everybody good? We were talking about something, and I closed his mic. I forgot to open it again. Mm-hmm. Chris normally looks and will open his own. Uh-oh. So the foul was on me. Hey! Oh, wow. What a I way to start the program. The Way to take the foul. I'll take the foul. We're, All team, right. we're teammates. By the way, there's one, there's we're one teammates. and one now, though. We're no, teammates. By the way, that one. means you've got one more to give in the last two minutes of the program. <laughs> That's, That's true. true. That's true. How'd you oh, like that for a little NBA reference? About baby Fox. Good to see you guys. No, I was on Big Fox. How are you? Hey. hey. How are you, TJ Jefferson? Candles lit. <laughs> What's going on over there, sir? I'm ready to get this day cracking, I bet you man. are. Let's I am, go. too. i got to tell you, this I'm is... I'm excited about tonight. Today, well, it's not tonight. We we still got today. Who needs tonight? We, we got, got tonight. We got tonight. Who, Who needs, needs tomorrow? Because we got today. Oh We've got today. We've got today. These next three hours, I hope you're all ready to laugh. Because um, I I just love both in-studio guests. Uh, one I've known forever. One who has become a great friend in the last, you know, 10, 15 years. Um, our number three of this program is the, the guy who's become, uh, I've become real, real good friends with from uh, Modern Family back in the day. 
diehard Kansas City Chiefs fan and frequent guest of the Rich Eisen Show. He might be one of our most frequent celebrity in-studio guests in the history of this program. He's a very good friend of the program. Eric Stone Street is here. Eric Stone Street is here, and I can't wait to hear his thoughts on the narrative that his Chiefs will go down the tubes because they don't have a long uh, passing game. Their offense stinks. Okay. Yeah. That's one way to put it. Glad you got that out of your system before That's you arrived. That's not me saying it. That's the narrative. Uh, also in studio, <laughs> about to join us in 17 minutes time. I've known this man forever and a day. He was one of our first celebrity fill-in hosts in, in year one, yes. month one or two. Yes. And I've known him because uh, he was on SportsCenter back in the day as an occasional contributor. That's one and, way to put it. Yes, he is. He's a diehard Buffalo Bills fan. And he's here in studio on behalf of the show that he is running right now. We talked about it with Omar Dorsey the other day, the co-creator and co-writer of Bookie on Max that debuts with two episodes this very day. Nick Bakai is in studio. And for all you old school Sports Center fans, I asked him to provide us <laughs> with a tale of the tape. All right. And he has done so. Can you explain that? Because I don't know if some of the younger right. viewers may not so remember that. It's segment. like, a, you know, the, you when there's a big fight, yep. there's a tale of the tape, you know, and who's got the uh, reach, who's got the weight, who's got the height yeah. or big time football games. I guarantee you on Sunday's NFL game day morning in advance of the Eagles and 49ers game, we will do on NFL game day morning, a tale of the tape is what we call it. Breaking it down. Who's got the advantage at quarterback? Who's got the advantage at running back? Who's got the advantage on defense? So he creates a tale of the tape between two yep. items that you would not think that would clash with one another. And uh, the tale of the tape is the brotherly shove versus Taylor Swift. <laughs> and I, I would tell everyone out Let's there go. watching and listening, Let's go. do not move. If you have a dial, don't touch it. It'll be great. Oh, and by the way, speaking of 49ers and Eagles, uh, that game is on Big Fox. Oh, I'll be working there. Not the game. No, I'll be there. Sunday. But you'll be there I'm, I'm, in proximity. You know, I, I'll be just two miles from Pico Boulevard, so <laughs> I feel like I'm part of the broadcast I'm on Big as well. Fox Saturday. Good enough. Um, you know, it's on Big Fox in the booth in Philadelphia. His name is Greg Olson. Yes. And he will be joining us in hour number two of this show. Very exciting. And how about this, folks? Talk about exciting. In terms of shows like this one, in the endeavor that we take part every single day, in the mosh pit of conversation, sports talk, and takes, and opinions, this is what we call Christmas Eve. And what I mean by that is the Dallas Cowboys playing a football game on one of our work days. That's Christmas Eve, because what's Christmas is tomorrow. <laughs> the reaction to a Cowboys game on a work day. Yeah. An actual, you know, I know they play on Thursday night on Thanksgiving. That's not a work day. I mean, for me it is. But for most of America, it is not. But for us, we get to chew up. The Dallas Cowboys. Mm -hmm. uh, who are they playing? Who are they playing? This, oh, that's right. The Seahawks. Um, we get to chew that up. And then the reaction to it. Get your damn act together. That is correct. 
tonight on Prime Video, which you can see right here on Roku. Can't wait. Cowboys hosting the Seattle Seahawks. And it's the Cowboys coming in on a red-hot streak, taking on the 6-5 and Seattle Seahawks, and thus on the line tonight. The narrative that has surrounded the Dallas Cowboys, the narrative you would like to discuss, TJ, is just how good is this team when they're playing like this? They are A+. plus. They are Super Bowl worthy. Dak Prescott is, in fact, playing like an MVP quarterback. If Mahomes had the numbers over the last six weeks that Dak Prescott has been having, if Jalen Hurts had the numbers over the last six weeks, and Josh Allen, and just name them, name elite quarterbacks. Is Dak elite? In this league. Name elite quarterbacks in this league. If Brock Purdy had the numbers over the last six weeks, that Dak Prescott has been putting up there. Most valuable player conversation. But for Dak, we need to keep seeing it because there's that other narrative. And this one cannot be denied. And it's the one that the Cowboys bristle at. My playmaker was asked this very question on game day morning on Sunday, and he got pissed. He doesn't want to talk about this because it's not right based on what they've been playing over the last six-plus weeks. It is the annual crowning of a team that is peaking to say, for some, who have they really beaten? Because tonight, tonight, the Dallas Cowboys have an opportunity to win a game against a team above 500, which they've done only once this year. Which team have they beaten? that came into their house or they went into their house above 500? The answer is the New York Jets in week two. (laughs) That's it. When they beat New England, was New England above 500, Chris? No way. All right. The Giants couldn't have been above 500 in week one because, you know, they were 0-0. And they were most decidedly 0-1 after that 40 to nothing shellacking on opening night. The Los Angeles Chargers were at 500 when the Cowboys came into this house and Beat them by three, just up the road from us. The Los Angeles Rams, were they above 500 in week eight? What about the Giants in week 10 and Carolina in week 11 and so on and so forth, Washington? As a matter of fact, if you think about it, you know, um, the Dallas Cowboys have just tarred and feathered at home uh, the uh, Amtrak Acela route in the, of the Northeast. Yep. Boston. New York, <laughs> D.C. Their only missing piece oh, is in week 14 with Philadelphia coming to town. But tonight, in advance, the Seattle Seahawks at 6-5. and five, And I proffer to say this. When we open our gifts Christmas morning tomorrow on this program, that narrative will still be in effect despite the Seahawks being above 500 because of the way they've played. You guys got to beat them up tonight, sir, to avoid that. But you don't care. You don't care. And you shouldn't care. care You shouldn't care. You shouldn't care about narrative. You know what I'm going to say? A narrative. Is that right? I'm going to work blue a little bit. Yeah, who cares? Narrative is uh, what? Because no matter what the narrative is, Rich, the goalposts, as we know, will always be moved back when it comes to the Cowboys. Mike, I think we've got a new drop. We've got a new drop. This is your way of saying (laughs) about this narrative whether it matters or not. Hit it. And let's see how Earth responds to that. We'll see how Earth <laughs> responds to this Cowboy Seahawks game tonight.
<laughs> we will. Uh, other, I thought you were going to go with the other one. No, we can't. It's a family drop. audience. Oh, right. Sorry. Although I think oh. the GFY is something TJ <laughs> would like to apply to this narrative as well. You know, just win the games, man. That's all you. And then for the Seattle Seahawks, because they are playing tonight as well. Boy, do they got to win this football game. Oh, boy, do they got to win this football game. Uh, yeah. And it's not a short week. Again, that's the no, beauty of oh, what yeah, we're exactly. doing in the NFL exactly. every year now. The league Old is taking company. Dallas and another team that plays on Thanksgiving and pitting them against one another for Thursday night football kickoff of the week after Thanksgiving. So we see a Thursday night game where people can't sit there and go, well, you know, it's a short week. and Right. No, this is a full week. They've had a full week off going yep. into tonight. No excuse. 0.0. Full blue Tarski of excuses. And if you look at Seattle's schedule and the fact that they are entering this part of their schedule having lost three of four, that's the issue. They got punked in Baltimore only to survive against a Washington Commanders team that had Brian Robinson cooking in front of the 12s and they survived Washington by three. And, you know, Washington has been nothing but disappointing over the last month. They go to the Rams, get swept by the Rams, give them new life. And then they start the stretch of three games that have San Francisco in it twice. And then when they're done with San Francisco at home, which they got smoked on Thanksgiving night, tonight, and then they go to San Francisco, and after that, Philadelphia strolls in. And in the meantime, look who has come on strong. The sniffing it duo in the NFC. And that duo is Green Bay and the aforementioned Rams who have a tiebreak over them. The first tiebreak when it comes to playoff positioning and seeding and, of course, whether you get in or not is division. That's the first thing they do. Are there multiple teams involved? Break the division tie. If it's just heads up, first thing, head to head, certainly division. And um, that is no bueno for the Seahawks that they're now only a game in front of the Rams and they would have the same number of losses as the Rams going out of tonight and into the next week. And the Rams have potentially Joe Flacco or DTR and Cleveland in their house. The good news for the Seahawks is Eric Stone Street, our third-hour guests, Chiefs are visiting Green Bay. But, hey, the way the Packers are playing right now, you never know. Seahawks have to win this tonight, stop the bleeding, put their marker down and say the team that won more than lost over the first month and a half, two months of this season, we are still them the team that made the playoffs last year rallied around our comeback player of the year quarterback and Geno Smith, even though he was only coming back from the bench and not injury. We need to show everyone, Seattle, that team still exists. And that's my Thursday night football preview. Prime video tonight, right here on Roku. And let's see how Earth responds to that. We cannot wait to see how Earth responds to Thursday night football. I got a what's more likely. What do you got? Oh, 
May I, Chris? May I? And, uh, you know, oh. it's, uh, it's, it's all right. It's all, it's, I mean, it's, well, this excuse me. Let her excuse me. We're a group here because that's our other new favorite drop here. Everyone needs to know. Oh, oh, about us. The best thing about us, though, is exactly. it's about us. Exactly. So it's not about him. It's <laughs> about there. us. You well, have I mean, it, sir. Yeah, you know, I want to trespass on his lawn. It's you know? okay. But what, what's more likely? Deron Bland scores a touchdown tonight or DK Metcalf scores a touchdown tonight? I'll go DK Metcalf. Because how many times is that guy going to pick six? Well, how many times? So I understand far. that. Gino's not looking too hot these days, man. So you say it's more likely he throws a touchdown pass to Deron Bland gonna, than DK Metcalf I'm tonight. Say, I'm going to take Bland tonight. I can you. feel it. Okay. <laughs> We're drop heavy here. I mean. I like that. Uh, that uh, What's more likely going out the door to our first break? It's fun. Yeah. Greg Olson's going to join us. And um, there was word on the street that uh, Greg might be interested in the head coaching job that's opened up in his old stomping grounds in Carolina. Well, why not? And so uh, Greg's going to join us, but obviously the uh, filet mignon of that conversation is the Sunday game in Philadelphia he's going to be calling. And Greg is outstanding at calling football games and analyzing them and making it completely understandable and not scrolling all over the screen (laughs) pre-snap. So it's going to be great. Come on. No, 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 no. And little baby KK? People do that. I'm not referring to anyone in particular. Is that who that is, Mike? Greg and little baby KK? Greg Olson. (laughs) Eric Stone Street. But ladies and gentlemen, when we come back, America will feast their eyes on the smiling grill of the co-creator and co-writer of the soon-to-be hit show on Max that debuts today, Bookie's Nick Bakai, when we come back. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% 
on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Nick Bakai here on the Rich Eisen Show. We're back on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. We had Omar J. Dorsey on the program Tuesday. He's in this show that was created, co created, and co written by the man to my right, Nick Bakai, here on the show, talking about Bookie on Max again, which debuts with two episodes today. And you can see it right here on Roku. What a pleasure to see you, sir. Thank you, Rich. It's great to be You're here. You're one of my favorite people, Nick. You're mine. You're mine. When did we first meet? Was it back in Bristol? Or you never yeah. really made it to Bristol too no, much, did I you? No, I was there like twice in all the years. I always did that stuff remote. We met at... Um, uh, was the, it Nate Nell's Delicatessen? Nate, Nate Nell's. Susie and I were going to go yeah. rescue Hudson the dog. <laughs> Wow, and we were, or we were on the fence about it. Jeez, that and is then, a long time ago. And then we ran into you and Robin, and your it was wife. Like we'd been friends for years, but we'd never actually met. That was the first time. And we I met. remember us saying, "You get the dog." You and did. It's, you and did. it's the pathway to children too. As, Dude, right? we it's Susie and Susie and I left, and and we're like, "Okay, we're going." And we picked up. And Hudson lived 15 years. He is a handsome boy. Yeah, I know. He you lived know. 15 years. Uh, I know. He is a handsome, uh, <laughs> which is part of the music, <laughs> the songs that Susie used to sing at him. Wow, Nick, your memory is fantastic. Uh, a steel trap. Um, and, and, and again, the stuff that you did on SportsCenter back in the day, we're going to relive that uh, yes, at the sir. end of our conversation with a fresh new tale of the tape straight from your brilliant mind. I had to get the uh, air duster out. And get... <laughs> it's been a while. You have one of those over there, don't you, Chris? You got an air duster? We had to get the shop If you need one, we've got yeah, one. It was, it was dusty. So let's talk about Bookie here. Yes, sir. Uh, we, we talked about it the other day with Omar Dorsey. Sebastian Maniscalco is one of our favorite guests. Look yeah. forward to having him on to talk about what. where did this one come from? What this you got is something me? that's always been an intriguing area and, you know, a, a part of my life that I always thought was exploitable and explorable. Were you a bookie? No, but okay. you know I've had certain deep relationships as I, <laughs> as I always. Said. Yes. I, there's a man in my life who I say we have shared custody of five thousand dollars, <laughs> <laughs> and and I actually got to my my guy passed away this year, and he was actually wow. helped us in a lot of our researching for this. But he's a guy I got to know over about thirty years, and mm-hmm. he was a fascinating human being and the more we were through i went through his marriages we've been through health things we've been you know we really did get to know each other and he the more i got to look behind the veil Mm -hmm. the more i was fascinated by it um and this just listen with the legalization of sports betting there were so many interesting opportunities with this i mean there's an interesting thing it's not legal here in california where we set the show where Sebastian's character is that guy, and in a funny way, it's relatable because look, I, I'm an actor. I'm in SAG. I'm in the WGA. Yeah, we just struck, and AI was a huge part of that because it, I don't care if you have a taxi medallion and Uber comes along. We're all scared. We wake up one morning and there's something new that came along, and guess what? You're done. Yeah. I mean, that's why I'm working so hard on the TikTok dancing. <laughs> uh, How's it working out for you yeah, so far? Plan I mean, B is... It hasn't, gotten, it, hasn't, got, hasn't gotten my algorithm yet. Once the fake hip loosens up, Rich, <laughs> it's happening. But, no, you know, it's like, it's, 
He's again California. How is it? Will it legalize? How's that going to change? This the show. As much as it's great for people who are watching us in this space, yes, you know, because it's about if you bet sports, if you love sports, you're going to love the language. It's all there. We have a grand salami joke in the first episode. Fantastic. But it's also it's just about a guy like everyone else, a guy with a family, with partners. With crazy people in business with them, trying to get over, trying to raise a family and get over. Right. And Sebastian's and Omar are unbelievable in it, and we had a lot of fun. Well, it's unfortunate that uh, you you hooked up as a, uh, a co-creator uh, with a guy with no track record yeah. with a hit in television. Wait a minute. I'm told it's Chuck Lorre. Yeah, Chuck. Okay. Deadweight uh, Lori. Deadweight. <laughs> Dead now, but you worked with him with mom, right? Like you were mom, and yeah, a few other things. But my worked with, and ran mom for him for right. you know solid eight years, and we have a great uh, relationship. And you know, this thing started out with us talking about something for Sebastian, which maybe started with like multicams and natural. Yeah, and then we 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 went off road. And for Chuck and I, this was really fun. Because instead of open on living room, yeah, and right. like when are we getting the Johnsons the, for a wedding gift? You know, we were like, no, let's kill people, let's have, let's they'll have sex, it. they'll die. This is right. You know, we did, every day we wrote this. It was deviant and delightful. Uh, yeah, and um, you know, if I had told you years ago when you were on Mom or just getting started on Mom that you would do a show like this with Chuck Lorre and yeah. Charlie Sheen would be in it, you would have. <laughs> What would what would you have what would you have told me? I would have given you very long odds. Let's put it that way. <laughs> to use you the know, bookie phrase. When that hit the <laughs> the sports book, a lot of vigorous on closed that. <laughs> and left town. Um, no, that was seemed impossible. In fact, we, we Charlie is in it playing himself, and that scene was something we wrote, and we knew if he's a bookie in L.A., he'll have some celebrity guys sure. making bets yeah. with him, and it was always in the in the first episode. And one day Chuck came in and said, I think it should be Charlie. And I was like, um, yeah. and, it, and it scared me at first. Um, but that's when, as a writer or when making bets, you know you're on to something. Like, you know, I might bet Carolina this week because it makes me want to throw up. <laughs> and when you want to throw up a little bit, you're on to something Just as a writer write and as a sports better. Uh, <laughs> they're getting six. You know, and it's just Tampa worth six in any universe. I don't think so, fellas. Anyway, um, but, you know, and, and, and but after a day or so, I realized that this is brilliant. And I also knew that Chuck was ready for some healing and rapprochement, if yeah. I may. Sure. And, and Charlie certainly was, too. And boy, was that a great move, because, you know, it's funny. We had our first table read, and those are high blood pressure events to begin with. Sure. You've got network and studio, and you're hearing it. The cast is there for the first, first time. time. You're like, not on. You know, let's see. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you forget, but Charlie is a master of this craft, and he put on a clinic that day. And as I've said before, it was like watching him just groove balls and BP over the fences. You know, it was mm -hmm. like, and it was like, this is a home run. And it was, it was, it was a fantastic development on all levels, human and for our show. And then again, for, for comedy to have Sebastian Maniscalco, one of the <laughs> hottest comedians. Yeah, not too shabby. Currently, last few years, and obviously the future as well. Yeah. I mean, writing for him oh, has yeah. got to be just, we want to talk about spinning curves. He's got a voice. Yes, he does. He's right for it. Sure, he really does. And he was, I'll tell you, the dedication. I could see yeah. how he built what he's built as a stand-up. I mean, he's on tour right now playing what I call the hockey rinks. 
You don't do that overnight. Like Madison Square Garden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's a not Buffalo the Felt guy Forum, right there. The Felt yeah. Forum. Good <laughs> one. The Felt Forum. The, the, the garden, babe. And uh, I could see he took this show on the same way. The approach was nothing but hard work and dedication. Nick Bakai here on the Rich Eisen Show. Again, Bookie uh, is available right now in the first two episodes, including Charlie Sheen. Yeah. My gosh. Um, right on uh, on Max, which you can see on this Roku platform or anybody that's listening, go seek it out uh, wherever you can. So your bills, sir, yeah, yeah. on a bye week, six and six. Yeah, thrilled they're on a bye. <laughs> I, well, I mean, I it's it's uh, I, as a Jet fan, um, yeah. I would take Josh Allen yesterday and twice on Sunday, and uh, he's got a sure he's got a touch of the farb in him. You know what I mean? That's we, fine. That he you know what certainly I mean? does. No, but that, and that's what I love about him. Look, I, I'm I've reached. Look, I've got a good life, Rich. I've got beautiful children. Yes, I have a wife who was in Playboy and can write a great joke. I, <laughs> look at me. I don't deserve any of that. It's you know, things are good. But the bills are my cross to bear, and that's the curse of Buffalo. And I, but I, I've reached the point where I'm like, look, I, the bills. I enjoy film noir, and that is how I understand the bills. Uh, you know, they're not feel good happy ending movies but they're fun and that's it but they don't end well and bills that's things right. with the bills don't end well like film noir that's okay but they're exciting you know look what we four super bowls great in a row lost them all oj best player didn't end well um you know clint Malarchuk, google that one young people but being a buffalo Scott. sports fan is tough but yeah. it's exciting and listen josh Makes your blood flow, baby. It's great. Yes. Uh, I wish that we didn't have a coach who coached scared in the last minute and a half of abs. You think that's what it is? Because I mean, because overtime and they're they're zero and what six six now? Zero and six. And and that starts, by the way, with that awful holding call that blew up that overtime when they were ready to go in. Houston in Allen was that his first year second year I mean not to go back but I mean but it it just always seems to be something I know and we and the refs are definitely the 12th man for whoever we're playing that's a fact that's a proven fact but you know we shouldn't be we should be we're good enough to not to survive whatever they throw at us um but I you know honestly um I, 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 listen, McDermott brought us out of the doldrums. And, and you know, I, I get nervous about guys where they go, you know, he was a great high school wrestler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like for me, it's like that's not as a bit of a red flag. I mean, the, yeah, the you, prime directive in high school is to meet girls and uh, wrestling. Yeah, yeah, you, know, my, 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 I, you know, again, this might red, be red this flag. might be 20 years of NFL network experience. Yeah, um, you know, I, I don't think the best metric of whether a head coach is going to work out or not is how he looked in a singlet. <laughs> In his junior year, Thank you know what you. I mean, of high school. You, you know what I mean? Like, that doesn't strike me no, as a metric like, that like, you want to... Pull something else out of his bio. You know? Like, you know? what did Parcells look like, you know, in high school at his don't, junior? Was don't want to know. Okay. You see what I'm saying? But but that's the point, though, <laughs> is that... Parcells it, high school it, <laughs> it does appear in the here and now, yeah. coming out of the bye, yeah. with the schedule the way it is, yeah. and the offensive coordinator having been switched, that looks pretty good. So far, so good. Right. Yeah. Just first two games. And then Leslie Frazier, I see him at NFL Network because yep. he got swapped yeah, out. Yeah, you wonder about the scapegoating there a little bit. Well, and so it is it is now McDermott's ship to turn around in the next few weeks, or or you think I, I not think so much? Look, we needed to beat Denver and 
forgive me, the Jets and no. a few teams like that. That makes sense. We, you know, what we, the Philly game was great. If we lose that, and you can't complain. It was br- it was great. But it's those it's the teams the teams we should beat that we didn't that'll kill us in the end. We'll see. They still got a shot. But look, my feeling is like, look, I, I've been a Bills fan for a million years. Yes. Josh has his $250 million. I don't need him to play for 100 years. I need him to play for two good years and win something. <laughs> Let him run. He wants to. He wants to. He wants to do that quarterback option on every play. Fine. Are you, wearing, are you wearing your Bills Super Bowl T-shirt that you got? Uh, how did you? How did you get your Bills Bill Super Bowl Fager-Bocky, T-shirt? Bill the voice of Patrick on SpongeBob, who yes, I went to theater school with, yes. to, to soften my credentials even more here. Yes. Um, he got me that somehow, but it's one of those T-shirts they print up for winning Super Bowls and teams, and when they lose. They shipped them somewhere in the third world. Right. And you well, got one he, of them. He scored me one, and I don't know. I, I, I wore it here for fun, but I think he gave it to me in, in part to make fun of mm. me. So do you wear that watching games? Like, what, like, what's your... I can't get my two sons. I can't get them to watch Bills with me. It's probably better. Yeah. You know, that's an act of love, probably. Yes. Right. Uh, but I'm sitting there in West Hollywood with my enormous cat, Anthony. He's 25-pound oh. cat. Woo. And I watch the football games with my cat, Rich. Is that right? That's me on a Do Sunday. You, I was about to say, was the cat's name Salem? I don't know. If that... I had one of those, and it hated me. Never forgave me. The <laughs> <laughs> 20 years. And every Do time you... I walked down the hall, looked at me like, today's the day you kill me. And I'm like, look, if I wanted you dead, you'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to kill me. No, that's my shtick. That's my voice. Don't do that. I've never asked you this question, um, so let me do it here on live Roku uh, TV and uh, radio. Um, your Seinfeld appearance. Yes. You were the boyfriend with B.O., right? Is that no, what you, I don't know. Which one were you? It was in the Smelly Car episode okay, where smelly car they're episode. all infused with the B.O. of whoever valeted their car. Okay. So I'm you, dating Elaine, and she can't get it out of her hair, and that's why we break up. Yeah. The, great, great episode. Yeah. How did you get hooked up with that one? You know, I had gone in and read for that show and done well, but not gotten the part at least twice. And then my phone rang and they just cast me. So I'd made a good impression. What other, do you know which roles you were reading for? I'm afraid Some, not. I'm afraid not. I'm not a Seinfeld completionist on that level. But <laughs> I should Seinfeld probably completionist <laughs> is a great fantasy team name. Oh, Write that down. You You've go. got a whole bunch of fantasy teams. But I remember right? when I first started dating Robin, Mm -hmm. and she said, man, I've never really dated an actor before. What's it going to be like when you have to kiss somebody? And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I love you so much. No one's asked me to kiss anyone since the high school play, honey. (laughs) You know, I'm not that guy. And lo and behold, that day I got to come home and say, good news, bad news. I'm working. It's on a pretty popular show, and I'm kissing somebody. So, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Long enough, anything's possible, <laughs> including <laughs> Carolina this week. I'm telling you. By the way, that's twice taking, now he's I'm mentioned that. I'm taking them just for you. Oh, why is that? Just because they switched out coaches or whatever? He, I, I, oh, the teams always rise up after they fire the coach. Yep. But you're talking that man's language because after 20 plus years of domination, what dom- domination is that? What it, domination. Domination. Yeah, domination. Okay, and you and I were both on the business end, Bills Jets sure. of the domination. Occasionally, we would poke our head up. We had that, you know, two three year Rex oh, Ryan seeing our way, shadow. I, I saw Belichick over the urinal. You before see that? I do your job. Do you like that photo? 
You like it? Okay. So he lurks. He lurks right here. We have that in our uh, Rich Eisen show green room over the uh, commode. It says, do your job. It's Belichick. Um, But um, he's now in the rare position of wanting the Patriots to lose because he wants Caleb Williams now. He's in the like so close. And so if Carolina starts to win, they will. That takes the Uh, Bears out of that spot. And he's got a clear path to the basket with only Arizona potentially standing in its way. Teams rise up after they let the coach go. Look what happened in Oakland, right? And there's there's an exhale that happens. And I I don't know if they're going to win, but I just saw I don't think Tampa Bay deserves to be a six-point favorite. But, but, you know, the other thing I like to look at is where the money is. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, 3% of the money is on Carolina. You're never crazy to go against the masses. Spoken like the man who's co-created and co-writing Bookie on Max, (laughs) available for uh, consumption with two episodes today. All right, Nick. Sir. When it was time for you to come on this program and promote Bookie on Max, uh, I said, would you please write me a tale of the tape? Like back in the day, Sports Center, old school. And you have done so. Yes, sir. It is now time to do this. Ladies and gentlemen, Nick Bakai <laughs> and his tale of the tape. I won't even say, should I, should I set up with what it is or what you want to do with that? Is that what you, you know what? I think it's baked in. Okay. I'm going to hydrate. Okay, here we go. He's going to hydrate because nobody wants to cramp. <laughs> no, okay. if I cramp, doing I'm your doing tale this. of the tape. Here we go. Ladies I'm... and gentlemen, Nick Bakai, the floor is yours, Nick. Go for it. <clears throat> the brotherly shove. Philadelphia's dreaded rugby scrum that never fails to convert. Taylor Swift. A generational songbird whose tryst with Travis Kelsey has generated more fascination than Mark Davis's haircut. <laughs> Two polarizing wild cards that have taken the NFL by storm. Loved, hated, respected, resented. Well, the time has come to answer the essential question, who would win in a street fight? Taylor Swift versus the brotherly <laughs> shove. Let's see how they stack up. At the tail of the tape. Here we go. (laughs) Shake it off. Swift, a catchy song about getting past the haters. Shove, the nut punch you just got on the bottom of the pile. (laughs) Advantage Swift. Oh. I don't care if you're a first rounder or a street free agent. Those vines have tender grapes. (laughs) (laughs) The worst thing that ever happened to shove the forward pass. Swift. Brittany Mahomes. Hey, you with the camera. I'm over here. <laughs> Advantage. Push. Oh, Too close to call. Oh, okay. Oh, I love the energy in here. Next up. Oh, yeah. Oh, next up. Good. Our Kelsey's Essential. Swift. Who do you think her next song's about? <laughs> Shove. Who do you think's on the bottom of that toss salad? <laughs> Advantage. Push. There are no winners here. Oh, wow. Two no pushes. Oh, no winners. Somebody had money on that one. There's no winners. Conversion percentage, shove, 90%. Swift, zero when it comes to lasting love. Oh, boy. Oh, it's sad. Advantage, shove. And a word of warning, Mr. Kelsey. It's all glitz and gravy until you're the chorus of her next song, Moody. <laughs> it's hard to breathe. Shove when you're on the bottom. Swift, when she breaks into ATW TMV FTV, all too well, 10 minute version from the vault. <laughs> but you, 
You already knew that, Rich. I did. I did. <laughs> Advantage Swift. Yes, Dave. Uh, full disclosure, a, a young person named Alex needed to help me with that. <laughs> <laughs> what happens in the pile of humanity? Swift, girls of all ages, burst into tears. <laughs> Of men of all ages go nose to taint. I'm not crying. You're crying. Advantage swift. It's okay oh. to feel rich. Advantage swift. What you feel, people? Oh God. Wow. Can they get it done with eight men in the box? Shove. Yes. Swift. God, I hope not. <laughs> Advantage. Let's just move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Arch enemies. Swift. Kanye West. Shove. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys. Advantage. Shove. I truly believe that hating the Cowboys can bring us back together as a nation. <laughs> Sorry, TJ. <laughs> what would the legendary voice of NFL films John Facenda say? Shove. This unstoppable phalanx of man-meat conjures frozen tundras and the beer-fart brutality of Chuck Bednarik. Swift. A gamain chanteuse with a darn good head for business and legs that go all the way down. Hey, don't get mad at me. I'm channeling a man from a different era. Advantage. Shove. Had to. Facenda was the local news guy in Philly. Yeah, do very good. And finally. Ladies and gentlemen. Take that, patriarchy. Swift. Her tour outgrossed Motley Cruz, which I believe was sponsored by Metamucil. <laughs> Shove. Finally, men can experience the agony of childbirth. <laughs> Advantage. Swift. Oh. And empathy. So there you have it. It's also simple when you break things down scientifically. In a down and dirty street fight, the resounding advantage goes to Taylor Swift. Are you nuts? I'm not going to alienate her army of fans. I need them to watch Bookie tonight <laughs> on Max. Besides, losing lets Philly fans do what they do best. Just hate, baby. Until next time, I'm Nick Bakai reminding you the numbers never lie. Yeah. 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 Like riding a bike. Whoa, oh, man. my God. Oh. <laughs> uh, that was fun. Oh, my gosh. That's a new fantasy team name. What beer? What beer? Beer the fart? Beer fart brutality of Chuck, yeah. Chuck, Chuck Ben Eric. Oh, by the way, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a little too long for the Yahoo box. I think the Sables uh, directed that documentary, right? The beer fart brutality of Chuck Ben The beer that's fart when, brutality. That's when his dad let Steve finally turn it loose. <laughs> Nick, sir, you are uh, you are uh, the best, brother. Uh, oh, Rich, thank you. Congrat. By the way, I would do a tale of the tape anytime you want to come back and do it. Let's, it's on, pal. Let's do it. This was too much fun. Uh, I mean, Susie was telling some uh, some of the uh, some of the uh, folks at uh, Cooper's baseball game over the weekend that you were coming on and doing a tale of the tape, and a bunch of guys were like, "Really? Oh, that's nice, dude! I'm telling you, there's a whole bunch of all of us out there that uh, loved it Old back school. then and yeah. want to keep doing it now. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's same do thing it. Is, same thing for Bookie on Max. Bookie. Check it out right now on Max, which is available right here on the Roku platform. We are back. 844-204-RICH, phone numbers, advantage, whoosh, whoosh. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets. 
at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit gametime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. We had uh, Jerry uh, on the show just a couple weeks ago, Larry, and I asked him, how come Steinbrenner himself never appeared on Seinfeld? And he said Steinbrenner shot a scene but it was so bad you cut it. Is that a true story? True story, yeah. What was so bad about it? He flew out on his private jet to do the show mm -hmm. and flew back that day. And okay, he did it. And uh, then I, I go into editing and I'm watching the show. And oh my God, he was so awful. <laughs> he was so bad. It was, you couldn't use it. It was much better from behind with my voice, <laughs> you know, than actually seeing the real, the real guy doing it. Right. So that was a scene where he was with Costanza? With, he with... was with Elaine in a restaurant, I think. Okay. And um, I had to call him up and tell him he was cut. <laughs> How did that go? I called Yankee Stadium. I said, uh, I want to talk to Mr. Steinbrenner. It's Larry David. He got on the phone. Yeah. I said, uh, um, Mr. Steinbrenner, it's Larry David calling from the Seinfeld Show. Yes, yes, Larry, what is it? I said, um, I said I'm, I'm sorry to tell you this. He said... Come on, you can tell me I'm a big boy. I can take it. Yeah. <laughs> but you slipped right back in that voice. Yeah, like right. right I slipped right back in, right. And I said, I'm, you know, I've been cut from the show. And uh, I, I said, it's not your fault, but it's just the, the scene wasn't working. And uh, that was it. How do you take it? <clears throat> he was a big boy. He took it well. <laughs> so he, yeah. he told you how he was going to take it. And he and, actually, and, took, yeah, it and well. actually took it, yeah. George Steinbrenner and Elaine. I would never have guessed. I would have thought that there would have to have been a Costanza George moment. I, right I there. know there was an Elaine scene. I don't okay. know. There may have been a George scene. I'm not right. sure. I don't remember. 
Oh, my God. All of Larry David's appearances on the program. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. That was so much fun with Nick right there. Stream the NFL and Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on your Westwood One affiliate station's digital platforms. Kevin Harlan, Kurt Warner, and me all season long for free. And get in the zone with AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free on your local AutoZone restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. So much fun with Nick. Ooh, I mean, that was, that was so great. Funny. Eric Stone Street is coming in hour number three as well. He just texted me on the way there. Uh, he wrote the following. Coming in hot with an Ohio State Buckeye. Uh-oh. So I wrote back, normally I ask guests to have their phones on silent, but all thrilled to know your <laughs> guest will also be on silent. <laughs> wow. I'm coming in hot as well. It'll hot. be hot versus wow. hot. Wow. Pew, 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 pew. Okay. Wow. <laughs> um, Nick Bakai. And so, wasn't that great? Oh, God. So, that I was, was telling him when he left, like, one of my favorite things was he used to be a uh, – Jeopardy type game show host on in Living Color. Oh, where he yeah. played the Wheel of yeah. Death. He's done a ton of He's stuff, done, yeah. man. man. He did some that '70s show part. Well, I mean, and again, he was the voice of Sa- Witch, yeah, Salem the Cat. I mean, he's. He's one of my favorites. Uh, I love him. He's so just good. he's good people, and obviously uh, really funny and. And great to see uh, this show coming uh, on uh, Max starting today called Bookie. Um, So uh, what the football had Peter King as a guest and uh, topical, as always. Peter King was talking about Carolina's open gig and and uh, Greg Olson's coming up middle of the next hour. We'll ask him about about all that. And um, and so Peter had this interesting analogy in regards to the owner of Carolina, David Tepper, firing Frank Reich in the the middle of this season, third straight year, he's having now an interim head coach, which is rare in the National Football League or in any sport. Um, This is uh, Peter King from What the Football with Susie Schuster and Amy Trask. The news out of Carolina, what are your thoughts on the firing? Yeah, I'm not too impressed with David Tepper. You know, he's owned the team for five years now. And in the last 48 months, he's had three head coaches and now three interim coaches. And if that weren't bad enough, he owns the pro soccer team in in Charlotte and he's fired the coach each of the first two years. And look, maybe Frank Reich is not the guy, okay? But how do you go from falling in love with a guy and then whacking him 10 months later? Same thing with Matt Rule. I just think he's a little bit overboard, and I never thought we would see a, you know, a Steinbrenner type guy <laughs> in the NFL. But this guy is George Steinbrenner without the wins. Peter, is it your sense or understanding that he is listening, perhaps? to the wrong people? Is he getting any input or is he making these decisions absolutely on his own? I think he feels like he wants to do something and he does it. And he's got some really smart people in that organization. And and to me, I just think, and look, you know, you were in this game for a long time and you know that sometimes you are going to have really bad days and you're going to have bad years. If you pick a head coach, you better know that there are going to be lean days or else you wouldn't be having to hire a new head coach. So much more from Peter on the pod, including also Amy Trask reacting to the word that John Gruden 
might be in the mix for the Indiana I saw that. head coaching gig in college. Figured so, it was a matter of time before he got back in the mix. I mean, Amy has some interesting thoughts on that, so check out the What the Football podcast where all podcasts can be acquired and wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, there's our YouTube page to watch it as well. And it's interesting. I know Nick Bakai was saying over and over again, you know, he likes Carolina this weekend. You know, he mentioned certain <laughs> points and things of that nature. And again, I become the a tutty, getting a tutty, the um, unfrozen caveman host when people talk like that. But <laughs> you're hoping the Carolina Panthers have some sort of a new life. I am new invigoration, a some, new set of eyes, some shot of injection. Of I just don't know offense into that you, team. When, when, when Antonio Pierce took the gig from Josh McDaniels, everything came out right there that McDaniels was either checked out or, you know, you heard about that players only meeting, right? right like a couple days before, right? Yeah. Or, or the, not the players only meeting where the players all got everything off their chest and, uh, you know, I think it was Glazer reported Antonio Pierce came out there and wanted to rally everyone around saying, you know, this season's not over. And he pointed out how the Giants in mm. 2007 yep. beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl after they barely made the playoffs and yep. lost to New England in the last game of the year. And um, and New England became an, the first, you know, uh, undefeated regular season team since the Dolphins. And you heard that McDaniels criticized Pierce for talking bad about the Patriots. Right. Don't ever do that again. But you don't. And so it stands to reason that there would be a breath of fresh air in that situation in Vegas. Yeah. I'm not hearing that in Carolina. Uh, I don't know. Mm. And that's a fascinating part about what's going to happen from Carolina here. And normally you'd be like, what do we care about a one in 10 team? Well, the Chicago Bears and the entire draft at the top depends on this. And... You know, that's Big. a very fascinating part about it. Because the Vegas Raiders, it's just like, well, we'll see if Pierce gets the job. Sure. And we'll see if the Raiders go on a run to maybe get a six or seven seed because the division's gone. This one is how many games is Carolina going to lose? Because Caleb Williams' future, or you want to throw Marvin Harrison Jr.'s future or Drake oh, May's yeah. future in the mix is hanging in that balance. And years and years and years of, Ripple effects will be played off of what is going to happen in Carolina because if they continue to fall flat, Chicago has got the golden ticket. And if it's not Chicago because Carolina keeps winning, could it be New England? And what happens with Belichick? Can he get sort of the Greg Popovich, you know, sports god gift at the lap? Um, You know, Victor Wembanyama is known as a total unicorn. I mean, Caleb Williams is viewed as a, a, to use the parlance of our tech world, Mahomes plus, right? <laughs> um, does that there's mean, been a lot of questions after how he played this right. year and yep. some of the well, I know that stuff. So, but is yeah. Belichick going to be the guy to stay there? I mean, there's so many fascinating conversations based off of what is going to happen in Carolina. And uh, for more on that, again, what the football with Peter King as the guest of Susie and Amy. Greg Olson is coming up in hour number two of this show. And I've got a top five list of most intriguing games and your phone calls. Stay put.